you could ever need starting right now hey everybody welcome into the water break i am mclean on 88.9 the bridge i got will and creed in this voice call with me um and we're gonna bring you guys the water break you know sports news updates analysis all the fixins uh so what do you guys got to say anything interesting uh yeah well i think we're start with some hockey stuff obviously you know it's the off season not much has happened really that's how it always is but this off season has been a bit extra special because the playoffs just ended in august and the season's not looking to start till about january um, but the nhl has proposed a start date which would be probably the first of january sometime around that and they've also proposed some divisions which would kind of confine teams to their uh territory as in where where their team is situated and it would basically make a Canadian division, a West Coast division, one division for like kind of teams near Texas and Florida, kind of that bottom area, and then one near New York. So I don't know. I think that's a pretty good idea. The Canadian division certainly going to be fun to watch. Uh, a lot of players and teams I like in that one. But aside from that, they really don't know what's going to happen. And there's still a bit till the season starts. It is projected to be a 56-game season, though. 56 games. All right. Yeah. Well, that should certainly be interesting. Um, you know, I'm kind of excited to see uh, what the NHL uh, comes up with. I'm really excited to see uh, more more hockey. Um, that's This could be huge. All right, Creed, do you have anything? Yeah, I mean, for soccer, we have something pretty big coming up. So uh, on Monday this week, we had Seattle Sounders versus Minnesota United in the uh, quarterfinals, no, semifinals of the MLS Cup, uh, and it was a crazy game. So in on the 29th minute, Minnesota goes ahead 1-0. In the 67th minute, Minnesota's up 2-0. And then in the 75th minute, Will Bruin scores a goal. And then 14 minutes later, Raul Ruiz Diaz scores a goal. So there's one minute left of, in the game. And then they go into injury time, which is, you know, after the game ends, there's time set out. I for think that's winning. called flopping time. We know what yeah, that is. Yeah, sure, why not? But anyways, then the Sounders score a third goal in injury time, and the game ends. So Seattle Sounders came back from a 0-2 to two 
and then they won three to two in injury time. So that was an insane game. Um, really amazing. I didn't get to watch it because I was in class, but you know, whatever. And then um, tomorrow we have the MLS Cup final at five thirty p.m. Pacific time. Uh, Seattle Sounders against Columbus Crew, and it's going to be an amazing game. But an interesting thing is Columbus Crew has a couple players out because of COVID, and some of them are actually their best players, so that's really going to affect their their play style and how well they do. But um, I'm hoping Seattle pulls it out as always. Um, go Sounders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm real, real conflict of interest battle. Seattle versus Minnesota. If you're uh, new to the show, the dynamic is kind of creeds from Minnesota and pulls for all the Minnesota teams. And I know, then, but I've been a Sounders fan before I knew about Minnesota, so it was kind of, it was weird. But before in the you end, knew I'm, about Minnesota, be, before I knew about Minnesota United, because they okay. came in three years ago. I really thought that you were implying that, like, before you knew that Minnesota was a state, you were a Sounders fan. Like, you, yeah. know, you learned on, like, right after your birth, you just learned that you were a Sounders fan first, and then, like, a, <laughs> and then, yeah, and then a no. Sounders fan first and a human being second. I'm sure that's what happened, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that is that is a dilemma a lot of sports fans have to face, where, I mean, you're born or you grow up somewhere, but then your family is also from another space. I know I've kind of went with that, because the Seattle is getting a new hockey team, the Kraken, and I also am a huge Vancouver Canucks fan, so I really don't know who I'm going to cheer for. It's going to be tough. I mean, I think the Canucks are, are going to have a really good team in the next couple of years, and the Kraken might not. So, I don't know. It's going to be, I, I'll like them both, I guess. You yeah. got to stay true to the original team, and then your second favorite's going to be the one where you're living in that. Just root for whoever you want to root for. There's no rules, okay? If I wanted to, you know, sell all my Seattle Seahawks merch and then start, you know, being the world's biggest, like, Buffalo Bills fan, I could do that. You know, nothing is stopping me. Oh, by the way, speaking of the Seattle Seahawks, um, do you guys think, uh, by the way, as Seahawks watchers, do you think that the Seahawks should be panicking after losing to the Giants? A little bit. Tell I don't me, think. I don't think they need to panic too much. I mean, the, I mean, you saw the the Steelers got smacked by the football team yesterday. Yeah. So I a lot of I know a lot of people like to make jokes when any good team loses to a not so great team like the Giants or football team. But we definitely definitely got overshadowed by the Steelers, so I'm glad for that because it certainly saved us a lot of humiliation on the internet. Um, but I don't think we need to hit the panic button too much. We've still got a good uh, good record. I think we're set to make the playoffs. Hopefully we can snag the division from the Rams, but that might be fading out of contention at this point. But it's still, it's still all up in the air. we got plenty of time, and I think Russ just needs to turn it on a bit more than he has in the past couple of games i don't know i'm not panicking yet uh russell wilson maybe he's not playing at like that all world level that he was before um but you know he's um he's certainly still a very good quarterback he's on the upper you know tier of quarterbacks i can't think of many guys i'd rather have for a stretch run than him um but let me you know what worries me is um you know how good la is being you know? You, yeah, that's you, true. I mean, the Rams, you saw them on Thursday night if you watched it. I don't know, but they just demolished the New England Patriots, who've been, you know, a competitive team. They hung with your Seattle Seahawks. And, you know, the Rams, I mean, the final score was close, but it was a 
it was a demolition derby for the Rams. They just mm-hmm. enforced their will on the Patriots. Yeah. The, the weak link of that Rams team is Jared Goff, and he's still very good. Yeah, that's true. It's, I do think they have, I mean, I don't want to say they have a better chance at the division than us, but just judging by record and purely off of that, but also performance recently, I think they do have a good chance at it. Which is, it's hard to say because we had such a good start to the season. Yeah, but, I mean, Seattle started off the season. They were looking like the team to beat in the NFC. And now as the season progresses, as the Saints keep winning, it's looking more and more like the Saints are going to, you know, be the, the team to beat. And it might be time to get Bre- Drew Brees a ring before he rides off into the sunset. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, Saints and Rams looking like top two. And Packers, you can't count the Packers yeah. out too. They've had quite an outstanding season. Despite Aaron Rodgers' age, he's proven that they don't need to draft a backup. And I wonder how that's going to play out for that guy. I gotta say, it's gonna be really, it's gonna be really, really interesting to see what happens when um, Green Bay does eventually let Jordan Love be the starter. It'll be really cool to see who Aaron Rodgers, you know, delivers the best two quarterback seasons of some poor franchise to. Like, it's kind of like when um, I don't want to draw too much of an obvious parallel to Brett Favre. That's low hanging fruit. I want to say that. Oh wow. You know, I'll say that it's more like um, like Peyton Manning joining the Broncos. I think that's where um, that's where where Rogers is. I mean, in play style, he's not too similar to Peyton Manning. He's still, you know, a sharpshooter, deep ball passer who gets the ball out quick, uh, rather than relying on mobility and big plays. But he's he's still got some mobility. It's just not too much. Um, but I think he could go, you know, and maybe if Drew Locke fizzles out in Denver, maybe the Broncos do make sense, you know, for Aaron Rodgers to go and suit up. Yeah, I mean, I like Drew Locke a lot. I think he, he, I mean, he didn't play due to COVID, I believe. La- or no, he played last week. He played but... last week. It was two weeks ago that he didn't play. And that was yeah. a hit game. Yeah, that was an interesting game. I, who, I mean, who's heard of that guy? Kendall Hinton. Uh, Nobody. Exactly. That's crazy. Imagine just getting that chance to go play in an NFL game, though. Yeah, it's, um, I, I gotta say, um, you know, I, I, I completely, uh, I have so much respect for Kendall Hinton. So what do you guys think about some of the upcoming matchups this week? I mean, I think there's going to be some really good games, of course. You know, um, Saints. Oh, wait, what? No, sorry, I just confused myself. That's all right, Creed, take your time. I'm excited for Bears-Vikings, of course, you know. Okay, which team. uh, which real teams are we excited about? Hey, are you <laughs> the guy who's, like, always talking about Trubisky being amazing? Me? Yeah. I would like, sure I would like to meet that guy. I don't think he exists. Oh no, that was Stafford. Never mind. Yeah, I am a I am a Stafford apologist. Um, now let me tell you, you know which game I really hope they show on the TV is um it and it probably won't happen, but you know which game I want to see is um the Colts and the Raiders. I think that's got major playoff implications. That and the Chiefs and Dolphins. You know the AFC could get shaken up a lot this week. I mean. The Raiders and Colts are two teams where I believe neither team really has a lot of star power. I mean, I think they'll probably combine those two teams for one pro bowler, but they both yeah. just keep winning. I mean, 
who's who's going to the Pro Bowl from the Chiefs or, or from not the Chiefs from the Colts or Raiders? Do you think they'll combine for? Do you think it, Do you think Josh Jacobs would have a chance? If I gave, I don't know. If I, I think gave he needs you, to play a bit better, but I think I, he does have potential to be there. If I set the over under of Pro Bowlers combined on the field Sunday for Colts and Raiders, if I set the over under at two and a half, would you take the over or the under? I think I'd take the over. I mean, you got Quentin Nelson might be up there. Yeah. On the Colts. The Colts have a good line. Who else mm-hmm. is on them, though? It's uh, it's pretty much Nelson and Costanzo, and the rest aren't two big names. They're just, like, good players. Glowinski, yeah. Mark Glowinski. And it's I a fairly that. irrelevant team, in my opinion. The Colts? I mean, Yeah, they, just like, I don't know. They're, they're kind of, like, same with the Chargers. I feel like the Colts and the Chargers are just those two teams that no one ever talks about. It's the Philip Rivers curse. They're average, yeah, exactly. But they're they're average. They're not like horribly losing. They're not like amazingly winning like the Steelers or the Chiefs. But yeah, the Colts are surprising. Eight and four. They're kind of a team that'll just sneak in there. I had them. I had them as my sleeper. I said um, for my for my sleepers. I said it was going to be the the horse teams. You know, I said it was going to be the Colts and Broncos, and I was right about the Colts. But the Broncos, I uh, that was a misfire. Yeah, they've had some problems this year with just injuries and stuff I like I was talking about that Kendall Hinton game yeah nothing you can do about that um but yeah so for the Raiders do you think there's any pro bowlers on the Raiders roster there's gotta uh, be a few I mean other than Darren Waller I can't really think of a guy Darren who's Waller. top three at their position hmm. yeah yeah that's true maybe Dar- Daniel Carlson <laughs> I don't know <laughs> oh, God, I mean no the kicker there's is no way the kicker of that, if, if there's going to be a Pro Bowl kicker, it'll probably be Rodrigo Blankenship. Him and Young Way Koo. Yeah, Blankenship, Young Way Koo. That'll be a game. If, Dude, uh, I love Koo. Such a great kicker. I think I have him on one of my fantasy teams, too. Man, which kicker you take in fantasy football? That just, it really shows, it's a penchant to who you are. Yeah, that is true. I think I have Tucker on one of my teams. Justin Tucker. Yeah, you're going with the safe choice, but like... He's been good for a long time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Creed, who's your fantasy football kicker? Uh, I think last time I checked, I had Hooper and Sly. Hooper? Is there a kicker? No, not Hooper. Um, Sorry, I'm blanking on his name, but Sly, I think, is my starting Cooper. Joey I, Sly. Oh, yeah. no, I got Gostkowski now. Steven Gaskowski. Which is right. kind of similar to Tucker. He's old. He's been here for yeah. a while. He's old, been here for a while, bit of a safe choice. but like exactly. okay. One thing I wanted to clear up, I accidentally said Bears-Vikings. That's next week. This week is um. Will, can you, stop, like, can you stop like deep-throating your mic or whatever that is? I can't help it. It's a, it's just, <laughs> it's I, for whatever reason, it like picks it. up just, every just breath lean, Just lean back when you're not talking. I tr- well, it's like on, it's like a headset mic. Okay, well, can you like fix your headset? <laughs> also, I said Bears, do? I said Bears Vikings, but it's actually Buccaneers Vikings. Mm. Um, so that's going to be an actual good game because the Buccaneers have been doing pretty well. That'll be a bloodbath, I think. Yeah, and then Vikings are starting to come back. I mean, they were one and four at a point, and now they're six and six. So that's really good for the Vikings. But this game, if the Vikings beat the Buccaneers, this gives the Vikings a chance to the playoffs. Like. And then if the Vikings lose, it's pretty much over for them for getting yeah, into the playoffs. it's definitely a make-or-break game. Yeah, yeah, so this and then playing against the Bears next week is going to be a major game for the Vikings because, you know, the Bears and the Buccaneers are kind of the two teams that we're really going against right now. 
Yeah, for all right. The so, spot. you know what? This feels like as good a time as any to ask what are your guys' NFC playoff predictions? Oh, man. I, uh, I'd have to check. You know, I'll start. I'll start. I'll teams. let you guys think about Thank it. Thank you. Okay, so I'm going to say one seed, Saints. It's pretty obvious. They don't have any real big tests on their schedule left, and with their sweep of the Buccaneers, they've kind of got the division wrapped up. So one seed, Saints. I think they'll go 13-3, maybe 14-2 and two if they get lucky. Um, <clears throat> then I think two seed, I'm going to go with the Rams. I'm going to say the Rams um, definitely look like a much better team than the Seattle Seahawks, and I think they'll win the NFC's toughest division. Um, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, um, you know. Plus, they've got uh, they've got divisional games left, so they've got to play. They get to play the Seahawks, who they could, you know, beat and get that extra leg up. Um, but they've also got, you know, I think the cards left on their schedule. But other than that, there's no real juggernaut that the Rams still have to face. Yeah, and then I think hmm. three seed, three seed will be your Packers. That's pretty obvious. Um, and then I think they're going to, you know, I think they've won games and they'll continue to win games. I think they'll be 12 and four and the Rams will be 12 and four. So. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. That's yeah. kind of similar to what I'm going for. So what are your bottom seeds? And then f I have to say the four seed first. That's still a playoff team. Whoever comes out of the NFC East. Well, we all, yeah, I think it'll be the giants just because they've <laughs> swept the football team. You know, I initially yeah. thought Philly was going to uh, take that spot because of their tie, but I, th I think I was wrong about that. Um, I'm going to go with the Giants. That defense looks pretty good. It's a solid defense. Uh, the running game is, is for real. They had a couple of big plays against the Seahawks. Um, but, you know, they were able to run the ball well. And if you look at Wayne Gallman's rushing stats, he's, um, you know, he finds the end zone a lot and he rushes for a lot of yards. So he's he could really be the engine of this offense and take some of that heat off of Daniel Jones, who's, you know, been giving the ball away a lot. But that's because he's been uh, asked to step back and throw it a million times a game. Yeah. Yeah. And now... Um, now I think your uh, your your wild cards. I think Tampa and Seattle both have a spot locked up, um, yeah. and then everyone else who's kind of in the mix. I think uh, Arizona will come out on top. That I mean, makes the, sense. The Vikings yeah. have too many. The the Vikings are sitting at five hundred, same as the Cards. But I think there's too much. You know, there's there's too much tough sledding left in the um, in the Vikings schedule. I mean, they've got um, they've got the Bears. They've got, I think, the Packers. No, they don't have the Packers. They've got the Bears no, still to go. We, They've got the Bucks still to go. Creed, Saints who else? And Lions. Saints still to go. Yeah, it's um, not. It's uh, it's uh, it's 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 not easy sledding. You know, the Lions are the only uh team on that list that doesn't have playoff aspirations. Um, and I think uh, you know, Arizona takes it because they've gotten all their divisional games out of the way. They've got, I think, one left with the Rams. But well, they're they done. have a Rams and Forty Niners game. Yeah, so. but so, yeah, but the Cards they've played the Niners once already and beaten them once already, and that Niners team is really too injured to be thinking about beating anybody. Yeah, you know, and it's all right. so oh. that's my predictions. All right, all right. So I'm a I'm gonna start it off with yeah, I think the Saints are going to be number one. I don't know how they would fall off. they got a pretty easy matchup with the Eagles next week. And I honestly, they've just been so dominant, I can't see them losing. Even without Breeze, they're still an amazing team. Uh, number two, I think I'm going to say the Packers. 
and I know the Rams have been good, but I just mm, I I like the Packers. I think they'll have a slightly easier schedule just being in that division. And I don't know. I think the Rams are still gonna unfortunately take the NFC West. So I'll put them in as number three. Then, mm, I see I, the Giants and the Redskins are both. They're both close. It's the, yeah. Or the football team now. Sorry, I, I yeah. always forget. No, that. I know. It's, I keep doing that too. Yeah. It. So I think the I think the football team has this one. Not gonna lie. After that performance against the Steelers, one of two things is gonna happen. Either they're gonna take that and they're gonna run with it, and they're just gonna dominate, or at least do better than they should have in their next couple of games. Or they're gonna get ridiculously overconfident, and they're gonna perform exactly how people think a five and seven team would do. But I think the football team can pull through and take that number four spot. So then it comes down to the Seahawks, the Bucks, the Vikings, and the Cardinals. I don't think any other teams are really in contention. I think the 49ers, Lions, and Bears are pretty much ruled out at this point. I don't, I can't see them coming back. And I think the Seahawks are going to take that fifth spot. We got an easy matchup coming up next week. Can't see us losing that one, despite. Uh, Losing to the Giants last week, but you never know. Maybe not. Then, then we got the Buccaneers and the Vikings who play each other next week, and I think that game is going to decide which one of them probably comes out ahead of each other in that race for the sixth spot. But I, I'm going to take the Bucks in that one. Hmm. And then you've got Vikings cards for that last spot, and I think that's going to be close. But I think it's the cards all day. Yeah, me too. I'm okay. sorry, Creed. Yeah. So you had you just took you ripped off my prediction. I, I basically said the, I had a pretty except you said the Packers prediction. were two and not the Packers Lions. two and football team in for the Giants. That's yeah. what I had. All right, Creed, what's your prediction? Um. So yeah, obviously number one, it's got to be Saints at this point, right? Like they don't have the hardest schedule coming up at all. And then number two, uh, I think it's got to be Packers for this one, even though they do play the Titans. Um, I mean. I think the Packers have just been so dominant that they're just going to pull away with the number two spot. Uh, three is the Rams. And then for the Giants or Washington, um, I honestly, after the way the Giants have been playing recently, I think it's got to be the Giants for this one. Um, they do play the Cardinals this week, which is going to be really interesting because that, that's going to factor into the playoff race also. Um and then number five seed, uh, probably Seahawks at this point, depending on how well, how well they keep playing. If they keep messing up like they were doing in the Giants game, um, then I might put them down at six seed. But, you know, if they play at their normal pace from here on out, I'd, I'd say they'll take the fifth seed. And then six seed, um, six, seven are kind of all between Vikings, Buccaneers, and Cardinals for me. I'm not 100% sure where, like, who to put where. I mean, obviously, I have bias. I'd love to put the Vikings as 6 or even 5 seed, but um, I honestly don't know how that's going to turn out. So I'm just going to go with Buccaneers as 6 and Vikings as 7 because, you know, got to keep my favorite team in there. But, yeah, I, I think that's where I'd go with this because the Vikings, they do have a hard schedule, but... The way that they've been playing recently, besides you know the few hiccups they've had in the last couple of games, yeah, I, I, mean, I think they could. 
I think they could pull it off, especially if we fix our special teams. I mean, our special teams has killed us this year. So. I mean, Kirk Cousins has gotten back some of that consistency that he's played with. He's given the ball away a lot less, uh, much like his days in Washington. He's uh, playing as much more of a you know, game manager, pocket passer, quarterback, rather than trying to make plays and throw guys open. He's taken what the defense gives him. He's playing much smarter football. And I'll say that to his credit. You know, the running game has been there, and it's made life pretty easy on Cousins. You know, the uh, emergence of Dalvin Cook is much more of a force. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, you know, it's, in reality, I mean, Minnesota could make a run for it. It's, it's all so very up in the air. Um, that last spot, it's pretty much what it's going to come down to. I don't think anybody else from that NFC is, you know, prepared to make a push. It's just whether the cards or the Vikings, you know, it's just which of them wants to, yeah, it's just which of them sneaks in at nine and seven, really. Yeah. I mean, it's also... We can't forget about the Buccaneers because if the Vikings do win this week, then that's going to put the Buccaneers in a weird spot too, you know. And then it's like three teams fighting for the same spot at that point. So. Uh, yeah, it's three three teams fighting for two spots. Yeah, but I mean it's yeah fighting to get in the six and seven. So, so yeah. it's just yeah one of them one of them will miss probably won't be the Bucks. All right, well, do you guys want to try the AFC? <laughs> it's not really, it's a, but sure. It's a tougher picture over that. I can go first on this one. All right. I think the thing is with this, you have the Chiefs and the Steelers competing for that number one spot, and really that's anyone's guess who will make it out of there. Steelers and Chiefs have both been fantastic this season. Uh, Steelers are going up against the Bills, and the Chiefs are going up against the Dolphins, so two really tough matchups for both of those teams. <laughs> I honestly, I think the Chiefs can pull ahead of that one. I like them more than the Steelers just as a team, but it's really anyone's race. Then you got the second spot, which I think will be whatever team that doesn't win the first spot. It's either going to be the Chiefs or the Steelers, but I'll put the Steelers there for now. Then I think the Bills, I think they can confidently take that number three spot. I don't see anyone really making a challenge. I don't think the Browns or the Titans have quite enough to get there. Then coming in at number four, I think you have the Browns also at nine and three, similar to the Bills. Not the greatest team compared to their record, but so I wait, still how think. How are the Browns? Who wins the AFC South? Oh, I just realized they're in the same division as the Steelers. Why am I even thinking about this? <laughs> then that's got to be uh, AFC South's a toss up between the Colts and the Titans. Yeah, it's just like I think, it was last year. Well, you got you got the Titans at a. Eight and four, Colts at eight and four. But look at the matchups next week. The Colts have to go scary game against the Raiders, who can upset pretty much anyone. You saw their games against the Chiefs; they keep it close, and they even managed to snag one. Or wait, no, they didn't. But they beat and then the Chiefs, you got, yeah. and then you got the Colts, who have been pretty good this year. So I think I think the Titans can take that. I like them more than the Colts. I think Derrick Henry's a dominant running back, but they haven't played too great recently. Uh, as you saw, just getting absolutely demolished by the Browns, which was probably the worst prediction I've ever made. <laughs> like, I was so off on that. It's sad, yeah. but I think mm, I'd like to say the Colts will come ahead of the Dolphins, but I don't know. The Dolphins are playing the Chiefs next week. I don't want to say that's an automatic loss, but it's about as close as it gets. So yeah, I think I I'll mean, take the Colts at six. We and, get to see. Or, yeah. Here's my Colts hot take. Six. Here's my hot take about oh, yeah. the about the Chiefs and Finns game. We get to see, I think, 
the best offense in the league against what I think could be the best defense in the league. I mean, it's pretty really? much down. You think the it's Dolphins pretty much happen? down to the Dolphins and the Rams. Which imagine telling that to someone what about last the year. I yeah. mean, Do the they Steelers are the Steelers are there. But when you consider like how good the Finns' defense has been, like as of late, I think you know the Steelers' defense just let the Washington football team roll all over them. But I can't think of a single team that's you know put up points on the Finns. That's true, and their special teams has been fantastic this yeah, year as so well. Yeah, like the, the, uh, so when I say defense, I'm talking about punt coverage too, and, you know, yeah, yeah. The, ability kind of to, together. the ability to not make mistakes, right? So yeah. when we think about eliminating mistakes and playing professional football, the Finns are probably the best, you know, they're probably the cleanest team in the league, you know, and they've got an offense that rarely, if ever, gives the ball over. Um, so that's true. Yeah. So I think th- I think the Finns might have a case. Um, it's between them, the Steelers, and the Rams. So yeah, that's true. All right. Um, but yeah, I I think. Um, so you you think the Finns take the seven seed? I think so, and I think I think the Ravens have a chance to sneak in there, but yeah. I I would still take either the Colts and the Raiders, and I think that spot's going to be decided by the game coming up this weekend. Yeah. All right. So, so yeah. I'll I'll try my hand at it. I I think I can say definitively the Chiefs are getting the one seed. Yeah. Okay. Chiefs are getting the one seed because the Steelers still have the Bills on their schedule and they just dropped a, a game to the football team. So That's true. You know, plus they've been they've been bailed out a lot in their games. They've, you know, played teams at the right time. Like they got to play um they got to play the Ravens without Lamar Jackson. So it's you know, they gotten lucky. They've gotten lucky. Yeah. And I say two seed. This is where uh, the take starts to get hot. I think two seed is going to be the Finns. And I love what this really? Miami team has done. They're at eight and four. And I think when you look at their schedule, who they have on their schedule, I think they could run the table. So you're you saying know? the Steelers need to lose, what, their next every single one of their games? Almost the Steelers only have the Steelers have one loss, so they just need to lose. Oh, they need to lose three more. They so need they to need lose to a lose, lot. I can't see that happening. They need to lose three of their next five to um to or three of their next four to drop into where the Titans are. There's no the way. There's are. no way an eleven and yeah. one team is going for that record. There's no way. I can't. I mean, see that also one. the Dolphins have a pretty tough schedule coming up. I mean, they've got they've got the Raiders and they've got the Pats, which I think are both and winnable games. But they've got the Bills, who they were able to hang really close with um, before, like when they played the first time. So mm-hmm. I think they could come out on top. And I, d- I think maybe a win with the Chiefs, I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, the Chiefs haven't really, uh, you know, played anybody good. They uh, lost to the Raiders. But who have the Chiefs played? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they played the Bucks and they ran all over them, but the Bucks, you know, didn't look very good. Brady threw a bunch of picks and really helped them out. They haven't played a team that's good at limiting its mistakes. But I don't think the Chiefs really need to prove anything at this point in time. I mean, no, the Chiefs they don't come, need to prove anything. They're coming off anything. a Super Bowl. Their team really hasn't changed that much, and if it has changed, it's really just changed for the better with some new additions. So I think they're fine. They can't control their schedule, and their record's 11 and once. So you can't really complain about That's that. That's true. But when you look at who Pittsburgh still has to play, I think three losses for Pittsburgh is it's a possibility. Yeah, right? that's like, true. Like, uh, let, let me pull up their schedule here. 
I mean, it's a possibility, but I think it's a really small possibility. Yeah, yeah so, sure. Exactly. I, I, I just can't see it happen. I honestly can't. I don't know. Maybe, but probably. I mean, not. if they do, then McLean gets guess of the year. But like, if you know. we if we pull up their schedule, they got Buffalo, Indy, Cleveland, and I think three of those games. I mean, their their other game is Cincy, which like probably a win. But Buffalo, Indy, and Cleveland, I could easily see them dropping all three of those games. You could really, yeah. yeah. I, th- they're good opponents, no doubt about that. But, but you I mean, just they're lost definitely... to a, one of the like on the worst end of teams. I won't say the football team's bad, but they're not they're not good by any measure. I so. mean, they just let the football team uh, roll all over them. The offense couldn't get anything going, and these are exactly. Three teams. And I think they're not just going to take that and say like, oh yeah, we lost to the football team. Look at that. They're gonna they're gonna come back next week and they're gonna hand it to whoever they play. That's yeah. typically how I think things go in the sports world, but sometimes not. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I think three losses for Pittsburgh is not out of the question, and uh, running the table for Miami could happen. Yeah. So I think Miami goes 12-4, and four, Pittsburgh takes 12-4, and four, and Miami gets the tiebreaker based on conference record. I also think in this scenario that um, the Bills would also go 12-4, and four, get the top wildcard spot. Um, okay. But I yeah. mean, you know, maybe it's a hot take. Maybe I'm, you know, That's a uh, super hot take. Yeah. Yeah. But I think Miami, I think they really have what it takes. And if I'm wrong, when, you know, Miami gets embarrassed by the Chiefs next week, come, feel free to come for me. But like, <laughs> this is my, this is my burning hot take. And then, you know, I think your, um, which leaves your last division to be the AFC South. And I think the, uh, I think the Colts come out on top of that, and Tennessee falls behind. So then I think your wild cards go. Um, your wild cards will go Buffalo, Cleveland, and uh, Tennessee, and then the Raiders miss, Ravens miss. Okay, yeah, I I think the Ravens are out of contention at this point too. It's they've had a tough go of it recently. Yeah, yeah. seven so, and five, yeah. and then they're playing the Browns next week. Who actually have been doing really well. So Yeah. Do you know the Browns yeah. are undefeated when they score eight points this season? Or more than eight points? That really? is that's certainly interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah, because every single game they Because in all of their losses they've just they, been embarrassed. They got six, six, and seven, uh, yeah. I believe, if I can recall the numbers correctly. Yeah. So if they score double digit so, points, yeah. they're undefeated. Wow. Yeah. Which is pretty crazy, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I think they they, they had a insanely good game and i kind of wanted baker mayfield to get that record in the first half for most points scored in a yeah. first half for the franchise which would be cool <laughs> yeah i just don't think they want a guy like you know if you're looking back 50 years later Auto in history Graham. and see baker mayfield who is that <laughs> i don't know i mean baker is he's, he's definitely a guy who the browns fans yeah. are going to remember i mean yeah. he he broke their like 25 game losing streak or whatever it was that's true and granted he didn't even finish by the way that game or he didn't he also, start that game. That that he led them back to win. Uh, that was Tyrod Taylor's start. So Tyrod Taylor actually started uh, the Browns' like first win in forever. Dude, Tyrod Taylor's so good at starting people up. Yeah, I mean, you think about it. He kickstarted the career of Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield, and now Justin Herbert. So, what a nice guy. It's kind of a bummer for him, though. Like, yeah, I mean, you know. he's kind of always the bridesmaid, you know. It's, All right. Well. Well, yeah. I, I should go. We're, uh, no. We are running a little long, uh, so we're going to get back to the music on 88.9 The Bridge. Uh, thank you guys for listening to us, The Water Break. Um, 
have a great Friday. Have a great rest of your day. Have a great night and have a great weekend. We'll see y'all next week at this time. Stay tuned for Music and Conversation that spans generations. Peace out.